Let me ask you a question. Do you think that the left may be inciting the assassination of Donald Trump? Crazy question, huh? Well, I thought that too, so I did a little research, and you know what I found? 12,000 tweets calling for Trump to be assassinated. 12,000 tweets, and not a word about it in the news. That drove me a little nuts. I mean, I was really going, how could they not be talking about this? I mean, I, I, I went on you know, Google and I started researching and I, I, I wanted to look up security incidents against President Trump. So I did, typed it in, pulled it up. Wikipedia pops up and it says there were only seven incidents, okay, uh, of you know, violence against President Trump. And then the interesting thing is the next item on the thread Okay, wasn't talking about incidents of violence or threats. It changed the word from incidents to indictments. Okay, not incidents of security threats. Amazing. They changed the algorithm. It was tweaked so that the narrative is completely controlled. So you you type in incidents of whatever, and it comes up with indictments. Everything surrounding Trump has been altered or changed to um, reflect negatively against him. Even with, you know, crazy people or sick people, you know, start speaking out against Trump. Um, no, no, it's not reported that way. It's reported as if Trump incited these people to speak about him. So they attribute, you know, the problem to Trump instead of to the perpetrator. Oh, boy, <laughs> there's something going on. I think it's like a media blackout. A media blackout of anything and everything that might reflect negatively on Trump because, hey, if, if the problem involves Trump, then the problem must be Trump, okay? He's the only one who could be wrong. Perpetrator can't be wrong. No, because they were incited to violence or incited to craziness because of Trump. It, it's laughable if it wasn't so sad because it's this type of behavior that has been historically the underlying cause for the destruction of companies, organizations, uh, businesses, and even nations. Because what happens is honor gets eroded. Integrity and justice gets eroded. And unfortunately, you know, America, uh, we've lost our footing. And, and we're falling. We're falling hard. I don't know where it's going to end. I, I, I almost dare to go there. I don't, I don't want to question what's, what could happen if we don't change. I love this nation. I, I know you do too. But is there something happening that's of even greater significance, of greater importance here? Is it possible that there are actual... Now listen, don't, get, don't, don't, don't tune out. Is it possible that there may be supernatural forces at work here in America? Now, look, I don't want to get spiritual on you, um, but after a lot of research, a lot of discussion with people who are directly involved in this issue, in other words, active Trump supporters and those who are actively fighting against Trump and his supporters, you know what I found? It's going to amaze you, just like it did me. But before I tell you, okay, before I unlock this door and get into this topic, don't go anywhere. This is going to get good, I promise you. And by the way, 
If you haven't already, um, click and subscribe. Follow me. Uh, because I believe together, you know, we can make a difference in this country. Um, we could. We could. Stay. There's still time. We could save America from the clutches uh, of evil that is just so pervasive in our nation. So if you believe in God, and I pray that you do, um, if you believe in God, I want you to just take this journey with me for the next few moments as I set up this topic today about Trump, Okay. But I'm going to go on a little spiritual journey here with you. About 40 years ago or so, uh, I started my journey of faith. And it started by questioning the religion that I grew up in. I went to a Catholic grammar school, um, all boys Catholic high school. Talk about control. Whew, man, was that school tough. But, uh, you know, I was a little radical. I helped to change some of the ridiculous rules that they had. You know, like your hair, it couldn't touch, you know, the collar of your shirt. And you had to wear these shoes. I don't know if you ever heard about them, but we used to call them hush puppy shoes. Uh, they had the soft soles and the soft heels, so you couldn't mark the floors. But uh, those kind of things led me down a path where I began to question authority, and especially religious authority. Since I was Catholic, I began to question Catholicism. And in my studies, I, I ran into a couple of books. Um, the first one is called The Decline and Fall of the Roman Catholic Church. It's written by a guy by the name of Malachi Martin. Powerful book. Great insight. History uh, about the Catholic Church. It, it will definitely change your perspective. And then there was another book called The Evidence, uh, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, written by Josh McDowell. These two books opened my eyes to the truth of religion versus relationship. And it was at that point that the God of the Bible began to come alive to me. Now, in the early 80s, um, I traveled uh, to Italy and ultimately to Africa with a Catholic priest. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a long story. I'm not going to give you the long version, but... Uh, this guy, is uh, he grew up in the um, eastern block of Europe. Uh, I'll call him Anthony. Anthony, uh, that's not his real name, but he was a well-connected spiritual man who spoke seven languages, had <clears throat> very strong ties to the Vatican, and many connections to religious leaders around the world. The guy was an enigma. I mean, you, you thought you knew him or you thought you knew something about him, and wow, you'd find something out that totally blows your mind. For over three years, I traveled and hung out with him nearly every single day. Now, like I said, the entire story is far too long to talk about on this show, but suffice it to say that I and two of my close friends at the time were scammed out of tens of thousands of of dollars by this guy, this priest. Oh, he had ways to impress us, and he surely impressed me and my friends. I even met with high-ranking Vatican officials in the Vatican. I lived in Rome, well, just outside of the, the, the city limits of Rome, for six months in a small monastery. But this is just the beginning, and I said this to set the stage 
for a few things that I would experience in the coming months of traveling with this man. Things that I have rarely shared with anyone because few, I think few would believe me. I think even less would understand. But I personally experienced on these different separate occasions, people who were, um, let's say, demonically influenced. Now, I'm not talking about your average run-of-the-mill Trump hater or religious zealot. You know, most of these types are simply emotionally compromised people who have a lack of ability to control their own feelings. Uh, They can't control their own emotions. And most of the time, they can't even control their own actions. You may have some of them in your family. (laughs) I know I do. We've all experienced these kind of people. And in all honesty, they sometimes make life even a little interesting. After all, eh, if everyone were like me, I think life would be kind of boring. But if you've never encountered any type of supernatural experience, and I'm not talking about, you know, like being kidnapped by aliens or anything crazy like that, okay? I'm talking about a truly real supernatural occurrence, something that is happening right before your own eyes, something that is normally impossible, something completely out of the ordinary. And listen, I am going to get back to Trump. That's where this is headed. And what I believe something happening today is so significantly important that I'm willing to divulge to you some of my life experiences about things I don't share. Here we go. On one occasion, I was present in a home with a family, father, mother, and a seven-year-old boy. The parents were talking to us about their son and how he would many times act out and he, he would just get out of control, very bad. And they were afraid of what might happen to them as well as what could happen to their son. And we were listening to them for a good while, a good hour, possibly even longer. And suddenly we heard in the other room loud noise and and then screaming, yelling. So we ran into the adjacent room and there I saw this seven-year-old boy, okay, hovering off the floor, nearly his head touching the ceiling. Now, the ceilings there had to be at least nine feet. They could have been 10 feet. Um, big old house, Victorian. Um, you know, I can normally reach up and touch an eight-foot ceiling with my hand. This was taller than that. A- at first, I, I thought it was some kind of a trick. But almost immediately, the boy began to speak. And the voice that came out of him, I can still hear it in my soul today. It was deep. It was dark. He was saying all kinds of dirty and filthy things about all of us, everyone in the room. And it turned to me and said, I'll kill you. Are you ready to die? I'll kill you. And then it spoke in different languages. And I have to tell you, it was unnerving. But that night, that event went on for mm, a good hour and a half. Could have been even two hours. But in the end, I was part of something that was indelible. I saw that young man changed by the power of prayer. I, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you life experience. 
The other incident I had involved uh, was with a uh, perceived to be an older woman. I figured her to be somewhere in her 80s. And her body was uh, so contorted and out of joint. Um, the only way uh, that her body can be so contorted was if she was like a rag doll. You know, that's just the only way I can envision it in my mind. But yes, she was a real person. Yeah, she was real, really possessed. Her voice was sweet. It was even enticingly soft. But in a split second, she literally flew across the room. I mean, just whether it was instantaneous, whether she moved from there to there. Uh, when I say it, was, it happened so fast in the blink of an eye, nobody can run that fast. She literally flew across the room to the other side, landed on the floor, and began to speak like a foul-mouthed, drunken sailor. Sorry, sailors. Sorry, guys. And that day, I saw another miracle. I later found out she was completely crippled and bedridden for three years. Afterward, after she was changed, she was pleasant, thankful, and seemed as healthy and physically fit as any other older woman, except for the fact that she wasn't anywhere near 80. She was actually in her 50s. It was whatever was controlling her aged her and made her look like she was in her 80s. I left that place that day. I couldn't even eat. And if you know me, I love food. It was real. I was in like shock. A few years later, I would be on a trip with a little-known evangelist, and I was eyewitness, eyewitness, right there, standing there amongst a larger crowd, but I was standing directly next to this woman. She was getting prayer. She had no eyes in her head. I'm just telling you, in her eye sockets, if you looked in her eye sockets, what she had there would look like, the best way I can, I can say was like um, marbles, like white, milkish colored marbles in her eyes. And yet, I watched a creative miracle take place right in front of me. I've never seen anything like it since. As amazing as it was, it was, it was awesome. And I mean that in the real sense of the word. I was filled with awe. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And the people around me were screaming and yelling. I mean, there were hundreds of people everywhere. And there were actually thousands of people, but, uh, you know, hundreds within arm's length of maybe 10 or 12 of us standing around her. The joy was palpable. The, uh, they were ecstatic. Um, the, the whole experience changed my life. I said all that so that you can understand that I believe I was put here on this earth for a purpose, for a reason. And now that I'm older, I'm beginning to maybe get a little glimpse as to what that might be for. I truly believe I have some insight. doesn't make me special or anything. It's just that um, there was something special planted in me that allows me to see things that many times others cannot see. I'm not better than anyone. It just means I have experienced things that allow me to understand and see things that can be normally easily missed. And that, and those topics, those things that happened in my life, 
lead me back to the topic of today's show. Is the left inciting the assassination of Donald Trump? See, the one thing evil always does, and it, 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 without, without question, every time evil overplays its hand, it always does, and it does it because it believes it can. Evil thrives on fear, and it knows that humans are prone to fear. Another thing about evil is it loves attention. Evil gains the attention of many, but it is always looking for the one or the few who are vulnerable. The ones who are vulnerable enough to do evil's bidding. So since evil uses fear as its main tool, okay, it will use whatever fear it can to attract those who are misguided and weak enough to carry out its own plans. See, most normal people, uh, we hear the rantings of the crazies and we just write it off. Eh, they're crazy. And, and that's the end of it. But some people, the few, the vulnerable ones, take to heart what is said and they begin to think about, well, maybe I heard that for a reason. And they begin to plan a way to save themselves and others from this great fear that's presenting itself. In this case, Trump. He's the threat. We hear about it every day in the news. And ever since 2021, 2022, uh, we've begun to see the escalation of the fear presented to the entire nation. All through the media and all their cohorts. They talk about constantly the danger Trump presents to the democracy. And they ask, well, you're listening. You should know that President Trump is a danger. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The news media is a danger. And since I'm the kind of person that is prone to asking why, I asked myself, why? Why is this happening? Why is the news media escalating this? It's not getting them anywhere. And no sooner did I ask the question, why, it was like a, a bell went off in my head. And I began to see things behind the scenes, the truth behind this new movement. So I want you to listen or watch, if you're watching by video, a couple of short video clips. And let's see what you pick up from these video clips. Okay, the first one, I'm going to set the stage, is Morning Joe. You know, Joe Scarborough and Mika. And, um, well, why don't you listen to it, and then we'll come right back to it. Here it is. Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy, and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here that's authoritarian. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. He's and if he is well. voted into office, he will do he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Just look at his past. Okay. Interesting. Am I right? What did you hear there? It's like total desperation, total craziness. He's got to be stopped at all costs. All right, the next one is Laura Ingram show, and she's interviewing Newt Gingrich. Okay, this is clip two. Listen carefully. 
to this clip. Last week, I was in a meeting with a formerly moderate Republican, very sophisticated, very nice guy, somebody I like personally. And as we talked about Trump, he became so totally demonically convinced that this is the end of his world. I mean, the language, I, I couldn't argue with him because the language was so emotional. It, it was like dealing with a person who was literally beyond self-control. Oh, my God. Did you catch it? Did you catch what he was saying? That the moment Trump's name was invoked to this guy who he respected, who, who, who he, he knows, who he trusts, the moment Trump's name was invoked, something substantial changed with the guy. What did he use the word? Huh? Demonic? See, I believe evil is at work. And in most of the media, they have no idea. They have no idea what they're doing. They, they think they're trying to push a progressive agenda, and, and they are. But my friends, it's much, much more than that. They're being used as pawns in the devil's game. Yeah, their fear's real. They really fear Donald Trump. To them, the antidote is clear. We must eliminate Trump at all costs. Maybe you heard that clip. I don't have it. But maybe you heard that clip. Uh, the lawmaker was talking about what, what we need to do. It says he must be eliminated. And Trump talking about must be eliminated. Okay, it could have been a slip of the tongue. could be whatever. But it could be. There's a spiritual, supernatural something at work here. I mean, who would believe that Trump would execute his own people. That's what he was, I mean, Joe Scarborough saying that Trump gets into office, he's gonna execute people. That's what he said, It's this is ridiculous. When, when did he execute people the last time he was in office? It's unbelievable that Trump would put people in concentration camps? But as crazy as that sounds, and they know it's crazy, let's face it, but it's done with a purpose. And the purpose is to push Fear, for what reason? Ah, in hopes of activating the few or the one that may take this to heart and then act on it and do evil's bidding. See, desperation is leaving them little else that they can do. And getting rid of Trump, from their perspective, is going to solve the problem. So let me ask you this. Can this be possible? Can it be possible that the left would actually hope to eliminate Trump? It's hard to believe. In a time, you know, we're supposed to live in an enlightened era where everyone is, you know, hell-bent on worldly love. But yet these crazies or leftists are actually hoping to induce people to kill for the sake of the republic? I, I mean, you and I, we're the deplorables. We're the problem. We're the ones inciting riots and looting and eliminating all the... We're doing... We're, we're the problem. <laughs> really. We're the problem. Hmm. If all these things are not accomplishing their goal, which is to eliminate Trump, what can they do next? What else is left? Maybe you didn't hear. But the number of air marshals... In the skies, there's normally we have hundreds and hundreds of them on a regular basis. They're covering the skies, watching, you know, we should be, especially now we have immigrants coming through the border. We don't even know who they are from all kinds of countries, countries that even hate us. But anyhow, these air marshals, guess what they're doing? They've been assigned 
to follow people who visited Washington, D.C. on January 6th. <laughs> We're talking still about January 6th. See, everything that the left does is to achieve their agenda, and that agenda is complete control. They indicted Trump on all these fake and phony charges, anything that they can conjure up, but none of it is sticking. Why do they keep doing it? Because it was not just meant to stick. It was meant to tie him up in court. Tie him up in court. Keep him where they know where he is. Why? Ah. In hopes he's going to give up? That's not going to happen. That's not Trump's style. And they're beginning to find that out. There's got to be another reason. But there is another reason for all this court stuff. What's the one thing that you would need to know about someone who you wanted to knock off? Eliminate. I should use that word. Eliminate. Well, you need to know where they're going to be so you can plan your deed. Well, these court cases, they're all on the public docket. All public information, all covered by the gobs of fake news media. And every day, they're spinning their false information into a tale of impossibilities for Trump. And all these cases being public knowledge, all readily available to just about any sicko that can pull up a computer or a phone, and all the information that they need to complete their nefarious actions is right there at the tip of their fingers. That's why every single day the fake news is telling us about where Trump is going to be and for how long he's going to be there. We don't know where the presidents go. Retired presidents, we don't know where they go on a regular basis. Only if it's for some specific reason and we're told president's going to be there for this reason or that reason. But even that is very limited. We don't know. They're telling him everything. Where he's staying, what he's doing, how long his wife's going to be there, how long his kids are going to, kids are going to be there. Uh, why? Because they're sending a signal to the sickos. They're letting them know, hey, we've got your back. Take out Trump. You'll be doing the world a favor. I know this all sounds a little crazy. But if I told you just a few years ago that the government would force people to take a shot in the arm, you would have thought I'm crazy too. And yet here we are today, a few years past that, and they're still playing that same game, pushing the new shots on people. I hope some people are waking up, and I believe they are. But the truth is the left will do anything necessary to keep Trump or any other outsider out of the White House ever again. And they don't care what it costs them. Hey, listen, 60 years ago, they killed another president. And today, if we were told for sure who killed President Kennedy... Hardly anybody's going to really care. It's not going to change anyone's life because it has no effect on them today. He's gone, and that was a lifetime ago. But you and I, we can't relent from getting out the truth. The media may be against us. Government insiders may be against us. Big business is against us. Hell, even some of our own families may be against us. But we must take back this country from the radically dangerous woke left before it's truly too late. That's why I'm asking you to subscribe to this podcast. Pass this along to your family, your friends. And let's take this movement all the way to the White House because it's coming. 2024 is right around the corner. The desperation on the left is palatable. And with evil pushing and promoting their agenda, you might think we have little to no chance to save America. But let me tell you something. God prompted the great men of old 
You know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about the men who signed the Declaration of Independence. God prompted them because they believed in the providence of God in establishing the free land of America. And we who now are entrusted with this great right, we should not take it for granted. We are now being called upon by the same God today, 250 years later, nearly, from the brink, calling us from the brink of extinction. We had the signers of the Declaration of Independence, 56 great men, put themselves, their families, their lives on the line, their fortunes. Many of them died broke. Many of them lost family members. Many of them suffered great loss, but yet it was done because they knew it had to be done. And I'm here today to tell you something has to be done. And it isn't going to happen if we just bury our head in the sand and make like it's going to go away. It will not go away unless you and I stand up and do something. Will you join me? All I'm asking you to do is Click subscribe, follow, listen to the episodes that we put out. Tell your family, your friends, heck, tell your enemies about it. Because listen, maybe one of them will get converted. We never know. But I want you to join us because today is the day. This is the time. Evil is at work and they're looking to do anything that they can. If you don't believe in prayer, I'm sorry. But if you do, pray for President Donald Trump. He needs our prayers. Let's believe for the best. And let's believe we could change this nation and turn it back around in just a few short months from now. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.